As moms of kids with special needs, we often get caught in the middle of someone else's battles. Let's dig into the Word to see how God gives us courage to be peacemakers. Stick around to listen to the Ordinary Moms of Extraordinary Kids podcast. Parenting a child with special needs requires extraordinary courage, strength, and perseverance. But what if you feel you don't have all that it takes? What if you're just ordinary? Annie Yorty is mom to Alyssa, who has Down syndrome. She's trusting God to put the extra in her ordinary parenting. Each Monday, she invites ordinary moms to pause for encouragement straight from the Bible and offers practical application that addresses the unique concerns that come along with raising children with special needs. Today's Bible encouragement reveals that God gives us a special role to create peace when stress and tempers run high. Hello, and welcome to Ordinary Moms of Extraordinary Kids, where special needs moms find Bible encouragement. I'm your host, Anna Yorty, an ordinary mom who's right beside you in the trenches of the daily battle to mother your special needs child with grace and hope. Let's see what God has for us today. Our Bible encouragement comes from 1 Samuel chapter 25, verses 23 to 25, verses 27 to 30, and verse 33. I'm reading all scripture from the New Living Translation. When Abigail saw David, she quickly got off her donkey and bowed low before him. She fell at his feet and said, I accept all the blame in this matter, my lord. Please listen to what I have to say. I know Nabal is a wicked and ill-tempered man. Please don't pay any attention to him. He is a fool, just as his name suggests. But I never even saw the young men you sent. And here is a present that I, your servant, have brought to you and your young men. Please forgive me if I have offended you in any way. The Lord will surely reward you with a lasting dynasty, for you are fighting the Lord's battles, and you have not done wrong throughout your entire life. Even when you are chased by those who seek to kill you, your life is safe in the care of the Lord your God. When the Lord has done all he promised and has made you leader of Israel, don't let this be a blemish on your record. Thank God for your good sense. Bless you for keeping me from murder and from carrying out vengeance with my own hands. This tense scene finds Abigail caught in the middle of a dispute between two arrogant men. David, the future king of Israel, nicely asked Nabal, Abigail's husband, for some food after his men had protected Nabal's workers. Nabal shunned rules of traditional hospitality and refused to offer even a scrap of meat. David's anger flared as quickly as a match touched to dry tinder. David and his army immediately stormed down the road, swords in hand, to exact retribution. Abigail heard from a servant what had happened. She also leapt into action. 
She gathered some supplies and hurried down the road toward David. Where we pick up the story, David's army comes face to face with Abigail and a few of her servants. Can you picture the showdown? Are there any showdowns going on in your life? Maybe between a service provider and your insurance company? What about educators fighting over what would be an appropriate placement for your child? How about fighting kids? I know every parent of more than one child often feels caught in the middle of squabbles. Or maybe you find yourself stuck between your husband and a child. I don't know about you, but being caught between two warring parties ties my stomach in knots. In the biblical text, I notice four strategies Abigail used to calm the situation between David and Nabal. I think we can learn from her. First, Abigail acted quickly. As soon as she heard about the problem, she hurried to gather gifts of food to take to David. Verse 23 says, When she saw David, she jumped off the donkey to greet him. She was eager for resolution. Next, Abigail humbled herself. Did you notice that she bowed down to David and took the blame upon herself for the lack of hospitality? Had she personally done anything wrong? No, it hardly seems fair to us that she should be blamed. Yet she begged David to allow her to take responsibility. This shift gave her the opportunity to be the agent of reconciliation rather than waiting and hoping for Nabal to do the right thing. Third, Abigail asked for forgiveness for any possible offense. She represented her husband and the entire household as a leader when she made this request. Because of her trust in God, she did not feel the need to defend herself personally. She also asked the Lord to bless David, who at that moment was coming against her as an enemy. Isn't this a wonderful example of Jesus? Finally, Abigail demonstrated genuine concern for David. She reminded him that God was in control and had a plan to make him king. She knew that an act of rash revenge would shed innocent blood and stain David's soul as well as his reputation. Abigail acted quickly that day to stave off the anger of David and create peace, but she was not impulsive. Her intentional actions stemmed from courage that comes from God. She acted boldly, she spoke boldly, and she trusted God boldly to be a peacemaker. What was the result of her courageous action? The Bible says David thanked her. Abigail's humble, non-confrontational, truth-filled approach to peacemaking changed his heart. He appreciated and blessed her for stepping into the middle of his murderous rampage. We can't always expect our desired outcome for our attempts at peacemaking, but we should be satisfied that our attitude and efforts have pleased God. As you consider Abigail's actions to create peace between David and Nabal, is God giving you inspiration for peacemaking in your own life? Let's pray. Father, 
I hate being caught in the middle of arguments and strife. I feel helpless to bring about peace. Thank you for the wisdom I receive from Abigail's situation. You included her story in your word to instruct me. Thank you also for your Holy Spirit, who will give me courage and inspiration to apply what I've learned. I pray for your continual help in the name of Jesus. Amen. Thanks so much for listening today. I pray you found encouragement for your spirit from God's Word. You can find links to resources and more encouragement in the show notes for this episode. Be sure to hit the subscribe button so you don't miss an episode of Ordinary Moms of Extraordinary Kids. I look forward to being with you again next week.